0: Hello friends, before we get started, uh, how about a solid thank you, a thank you to you for all you people out there buying, ordering, streaming, doing whatever you can do with Modern Mail, I th- it's available in every form and fashion, you can get anything, alright, you can see it fully and for free on YouTube, it's been up there for three months, we just cracked 800,000 views, almost to a million, super stoked about that, And 800-pound gorilla has made it available uh, in the form of Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, SiriusXM, Amazon. It's on everything. You probably get it on SoundCloud along with your favorite mumble rapper. Whatever you do, thank you for doing it. And while you're out there doing it and enjoying it or hating it or being creepy with it, uh leave a five-star review and a comment it helps so if you're listening on amazon leave a five-star review to modern mail on amazon or on itunes or on whatever you're listening to same with this podcast if you're listening to this podcast on itunes leave a five-star review and a comment and i'll read it right here in the opening buffer i got nothing to plug california shut back down other than modern mail that's it that's my career on to the show let's this weekend's Old And Action. Yeah, we're here everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to this weekend's Old Tan. Welcome to the show. It is episode one two ninety nine it's two ninety nine. If it matters, for your chronological ordering. I swear to you I don't drink. Everyone everyone thinks that I slur, and that's just the way I naturally talk. There's so many comments like, "Yeah, He slurs like he's on... I'm not on anything. You know what I am on? This. Hi, Brew. It's coffee. I'm on caffeine. It is Monday night, 8.54 in the p.m., all right? We're in it. We're cooking. It's live, and we're local. <laughs> well, I think I just did the opening for a local radio station. I hope you guys are well. I am in uh, Southern California. Everything is uh, back to lockdown. Everything is back to the way it was two months ago, right before everything got opened up again. Because we opened things up before there was any cure, and we were doing it on practice. That's what we were doing it on. We uh, We were on a try this trial situation. It did not work out. The numbers boosted. The nerds were right. I wish they weren't, but those damn nerds, they have to be right about everything with their little pens and their calculators and their iPads without any games on them. So, snooty, looking down their little glasses at us, telling us we need some kind of virusy shot to fight the virus, because you got some fancy schmancy a medical degree. Well, you know what I have? I have a 2.75 GPA from San Marcos High School, and the only reason that GPA ever made it to that height is because I did two years of wood shop, and that class is for stoners, and so I got a really good grade, and it brought up the average. My point is, the nerds were right. I thought they were going to be. I was hoping the guys with the goatees and the visors were going to be right, even though I knew they wouldn't. Because they rarely are. The dude in the cargo shorts, visors, and goatee, he's great if you're trying to pick out a new driver. If you're trying to find a new driver and you're like, I don't know, should I get Callaway? Should I get TaylorMade? A Pinnacle? Do they make one that's worth anything? I don't even know anything about golf. I am purely guessing here in front of you. But in the case of a virus, uh, don't listen to anyone with a goatee and a visor and cargo shorts. Yelling out of a pickup truck at a complete stranger. That's not the guy. I wish it was the guy. Because according to that guy, we could be out there living our lives. But he's not the guy. He's just some other guy that's hard to ignore because he's loud. He types in all caps. He'll cuss you out at a Costco. It's tough to ignore. It's tough to ignore. But he's there. He's there. But the nerds were right, so we're here. I, uh, I got a couple classes of boxing in. I got to do a little bit of stand-up, and it's over. It's over. It was nice, though. We had a nice little reprieve. We got to eat at a restaurant for two months. We got to go back to our gym for a couple months. We got to go to the beach for a couple months, and it's over. It's back to the way it was, except it's hotter now. So nice, nice. I'll tell you what, if you haven't killed your significant other during the last lockdown, you're definitely getting the job done on this one. Because now the temperature has been raised, everyone's nerves are at a new peak, and it's, uh, let's be honest, it's bound to happen. Okay? Not me. I'm very happy. But I see you guys out there. I saw you guys arguing. It's not going to work out. I don't mean the relationship. I mean, one of you is going to die. I don't want you to. I can just tell. I've been watching a lot of murder shows on Netflix. I got the inside track, and it doesn't look good for you. Lawyer up. That's all I'm saying. Just get the lawyer now. Um, maybe you can do some kind of plea deal and uh, avoid uh, execution. Anyway, um, we got a great show for you guys this week. What am I doing? No, we don't. We just I have notes in a notebook, and I'm going to blather. That's what I'm going to do. That's what the show is. I'm bummed that we're back on lockdown, but it was fun for a minute. I had an active day last uh, yesterday. Yesterday was active. Did my boxing class and then uh, capped off the day with a hike. A beautiful nature hike here in San Diego called Cowles Mountain. Some people pronounce it Coles Mountain, but nobody likes them. Okay, It's spelled C-O-W-L-E-S. It's Cowles. Some people go, it's Coles. And I go, you have no friends. And this is partially the reason. Okay, It's a tough hike. It's two miles up. A lot of places to roll your ankle. You're going to be sweaty. You're going to be breathing, all right? Some people do it without a shirt. Those people have even less friends than the people that call it Kohl's. It's a good hike. You feel accomplished once you make it to the top. Like, you feel really good about yourself. The first quarter mile, you're like, can we quit? Can we turn around? Did you bring snacks? Then you finish the hike, and you're like, wow, we did it. Look how high up we are. We're, like, really up there. Do we even have cell phone reception? Let's take a selfie. You have that moment for about 10 seconds until you look around and you see other people and you're like, how the hell did you get up here? Because you think of yourself as being whatever shape you're in and you're like, we made it up, but I'm sweaty. I sweat through this t-shirt. I thought about quitting. I rolled my ankle. I'm almost out of water, but we made it. And then you look at somebody like, is there a shortcut? How'd you get up here? Is there a tunnel? Is there a tram that I haven't known about? How, do, how Why are you up here? Is that Uber helicopter thing real or did they shut it down? What, how are you up here? So you're, that's the problem with the cow's mountain hike. You feel accomplished for about 10 seconds and then when you're done on the walk back, you consider running. That's how that hike goes. You walk up sweaty and you're like, I don't think I'm gonna make it. Then you make it, then you go, yay, I made it. And then you go, how the hell did he get up here? And then on the walk down, you consider running it just because you're like, apparently this is for children. Apparently anyone who weighs 350 pounds in has cargo shorts can get up here with a pack of kids and a rat dog. Not even like an athletic dog. One of those little grandma dogs. They made it up here? How'd you make it up here? How did that person get Uber Eats up here? Like, everyone. Everyone makes it up this damn mountain but it seems hard going up, so you feel accomplished after the fact. So at least I had that moment of, ah, for about 10 seconds. And then I scanned the mountaintop and realized um, I'm not better than anybody. Not even kind of. But it was good. It was a good weekend. I'm ready for it to be all locked down again. Um, feeling jittery with the coffee. This is good. It's only 10 calories. Cold brew. High brew coffee. Dairy-free, black and bold. That's going to be deemed racist in about 20 years. Maybe 15. But, uh, yeah, I love this coffee. I bought it at the grocery store. You put it in the fridge. I don't even think you're supposed to put this in the fridge. Oh, it's cold brew, so it is supposed to be refrigerated. I'm feeling pumped. I shouldn't be drinking caffeine at 9 p.m., but I will be up for a while. Um interesting week out there. Uh, I saw my favorite my favorite actor from the 90s. Uh, I was a huge fresh Prince of Bel Air fan, a huge fan of the movie Bad Boys. Will Smith was trending. And I was like, why is Will Smith trending? And then I noticed his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, is trending, and I'm like, why are they trending? And then I found out why they were trending, and I went, ah. Oh, ah." If here's the if you don't know about the Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, and then someone named August, which by put August on the list of names that nobody trusts. Never trust if you come in contact with an August. If you're in the month of August, don't trust that month. It's not a good month. That's not the month to buy a home. That's not the month to start a new relationship. If your birthday is during that month, keep it quiet, all right? Why don't you celebrate it a month later and just say, oh, no, it's actually September, October, September. That's the right order. But apparently, this is what happened. Jada Pinkett Smith made a new friend. His name's August. He looks like someone that would be named August. And then August came out and made claims that apparently he had a sexual relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith and he had Will Smith's blessing. And then he said all this stuff, that trended, and then Will Smith and Jada made a video. I didn't watch the video. And you know why? Because it's none of our, it's none of my business. It's none of your, it's nobody's business. If all three of them are having, it's got nothing to do with us. Anytime there's like a celebrity sex scandal, this is the checklist I do in my head. Where was everyone a consenting adult? Okay? Uh... Was there any sex trafficking involved, all right? No, uh, no children? Everyone's 18 and over, okay? And uh, there's no photo of you high-fiving Jeffrey Epstein? No, none of my business. If none of those things are happening, none of my business. Does it involve my significant other? Then none of my business. None of my business. Does it involve my Airbnb that I rent out? Do I need to bleach the place? No, none of my business. None of my business. Why do people, I, I, you know what, I'm not even knocking the people that care. Because to be fair, 10 years ago I would have cared. I'm 33, if I was 23 I would have cared. I would have cared because that's the juicy gossip. But what happens as you get older is you realize we're all weird, alright? And something happens when like, it, this doesn't happen to all couples. But once couples get into like 45 and north, you start getting into some different stuff, alright? I've noticed it. I've met people 45 and north, and they kind of, they kind of, you know, they, they try out some new stuff. They try out some of the stuff they've never tried in their entire life, and they're kind of going through a midlife crisis, and they're like, let's get it. I just made a lot of purchases on Amazon, and it's coming in di- discreet packaging, so we're going to have fun this weekend. That's what happens, and we're all going to be there, maybe. Some of you are there right now. Some of you are taking a break from that weird thing you started doing in your 50s to watch this video. Totally understandable. It's none of our business, though. But I get it. If I was 23, I would have cared, but I'm 33. And I understand that everyone has their weirdness, alright? There's things I want to keep between me and my significant other, alright? None of this needs to be out there, okay? that's between me, it's not meant for the public, not that they'd care, but it's meant for me and her. And whoever she decides to tell. That's what it's meant for. Like me, I, I don't need the world to know that sometimes when I'm laying down watching TV, I snore while I'm awake. That's for me to know. Sometimes if I'm sleeping in this situation, my eyes are open, I'm watching the program, but apparently I start snoring. I don't hear it. I can't hear it, but the person next to me looks over at me like I'm dying and they're like, oh, I thought you were asleep, and I'm like, no, I'm wide awake. They're like, it sounds like you're snoring, so I have like awake sleep apnea, apparently. I didn't know that. I don't have regular sleep apnea, I just have awake sleep apnea sometimes. I don't need the world knowing that. I also have feet that don't match my body, okay? Like if you look at my feet, they are wide and hairy and veiny, and they don't match the rest of me. They look like, I've, like I was in a terrible accident and they had to take someone else's feet that died to put them on my feet. That's what it looked like. Like it was an organ donor's feet. They don't look like my feet. I don't need the world to know that. That's between me and my significant other. I don't need people to chime in on that on Twitter. Thankfully, no one would. But if I was in a Will Smith situation, I wouldn't want that. Those feet are between me and my significant other, and whoever she decides to tell about, whoever she decides to snap a picture of and send to her friends. That's between us. All right. Another one. I have the hairiest ass on the planet. That's not for the world to know. That's for me to know. All right. For whatever reason, my body is built up to where I not a lot. Of, I have no chest hair, no gut hair, and then once the waist down, Neanderthal, full Neanderthal. That's why I'm the grooming guru on Manscaped ads. They picked the right guy, alright? My headshot was the rear. That was my headshot for that commercial. They're like, you're perfect. Come as you are. I don't need the world to know that. That's between me and my significant other. Me snoring while I'm awake, my feet that don't match, my hairy rear, that's between me and my significant other. Just like Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, and whoever the hell decides to walk around the world by the name of August, ugh. You sound like a child villain in a movie about the twenties. Whatever they all decide to do, that's between them. So I didn't watch the video because it's got nothing to do with me. Now if it comes out that August is under the age of 18, don't worry. Netflix is already on it, and we were gonna be we're gonna be thoroughly entertained in about six to eight months. They're gonna edit the hell out of it. None of our business. None of it. Um, What else did I do this weekend? I watched UFC. They took my money. UFC had Fight Island. They bought an island or they rented an island. They were on some kind of island. They had fights. I miss sports. And they got me. UFC. The reason when I rent a UFC pay-per-view, it's because they got me with the promo packaging. The same way... The WWF got me to buy wrestling pay-per-views when I was a child because of the packaging. They had Jorge Masvidal and uh, this guy Uzman, and they hated each other. And Masvidal had like a million video clips of him very entertainingly saying, I'm going to kill this man in the pay-per-view with his fist. He's not going to use a weapon. He's like, I'm going I'm to destroy him. I'm going to eat him. I'm going to eat him. He said something along those lines. I'm like, I'm watching this pay-per-view. I'm watching this pay-per-view. I ordered dominoes. My girlfriend and I sat down, we watched the fight, and it went like every pay-per-view I've ever paid for. Every pay-per-view I pay for ends up being a pay-per-view where I end up stress-eating and sad-eating all of the pizza. That's the way it went. I picked one fighter. I picked one fight correctly. as uh, uh, Rose Namanunas. Thug Rose. She's a badass. I picked her. She won. And she looked like she lost. Like if you saw her face after the fight, you're like, that person couldn't have won. She won because she's a thug. She's a badass young lady, and she could. My girlfriend was like, she should be a model. She has like, I think she has. She's very beautiful face, but she has the face of the kid Sid from Toy Story. If you like, they have the same skull shape. She's better looking, but they have the same skull. Um, but she pointed out that that Rose is very good bone structure. But after the fight, I think she had a broken nose and a black eye and she won. She beat someone that scared terrified me. Her opponent, Aldrande Ald- Aldonde. She did this a lot. She did this for the whole fight. Uh that girl scared me. She would've she would have showed up in an octagon and I would have been like, yeah, fair enough. Like if if Rose's opponent showed up at a Costco and I worked at a Costco and she wasn't wearing her mask, I'd be like, come on in. And my manager would be like, dude, and I'd be like, did you see her? I didn't think so. Come on in. Everything you need. Terrifying. That was the only fight that I picked right, though. I picked Rose, and then I picked uh, uh, Jose uh, Aldo, who was was murdered. That poor guy. I think they killed, like, that referee was so, I'm a huge Jose Aldo fan. Uh, He's been fighting for a long time, and this was for the interim title, and I'm rooting for him. I'm like, get it, old man. He's not even that old. He's probably like 34. He's probably my age. But, you know, he's fought forever, so his face looks like he's fought forever. Um, And I was rooting for him, and he was doing well. And then, like, the later rounds, he got caught up. And then the fight ended with him in the fetal position, covering up, and this dude just hammering down. This mean Russian just hammering down, and the ref was just there... He just, if you watch that fight, I think that let us know that even if our jobs, whatever they are, are not coming back after the lockdown, apparently any one of us can go apply to be a ref for the UFC. This is the worst officiate, Dude, that guy paid about as much attention to the last three minutes of that fight like I would at my first job when I was 16. Like, just completely mentally checked out. When I was 16, my first job, I was a waiter. I was physically there. I was mentally on the moon, okay? I wasn't there. I didn't know what day it was. I didn't know what time it was. Uh, Just tap me on the shoulder when it's time to clock out because I am emotionally and mentally unavailable. That's how this dude was standing there watching Jose Aldo get pummeled, or Jose, however you say it in in, uh, Portuguese, by this mean Russian, and you're just there going, "Fight, fight back, fight, fight back." He's over there watching the fight like he's a family member, trying to get, trying to get daddy to fight back. No, dude, you're the rep. You've got to get in there so we don't, so we don't have to alert the authorities that a murder has taken place in a ring. That's your whole job. That's why, like, all the... That fight, specifically, the way that fight ended is why everyone still sticks up for boxing. Because that... That happens a lot less in boxing. Like, someone's corner will throw in the towel and go, no, 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 you're not taking any more punishment. And for some reason in MMA, they have, like, this real, like, Spartan 300 kind of mentality. And you're like, oh, you're taking me out on my shield. And you're like, dude, this isn't life or death. You're gonna get paid either way. And there will be another fight. Just... You know, bring it down a notch, we're going to be alright we're not going to die on this island this isn't the 1800's you're not Copernicus, what are we talking about boy was I off on centuries right there so I lost that fight I picked Jose to win if I ever, next time there's a UFC event I'm going to go down the whole card and pick the people I think I'm gonna that are going to win and then you guys go ahead and put a million dollars on everybody else And you will be very happy. And I will be so sad once again. Fight after that, Max Holloway, I picked him. And he did win that fight. But the judges, uh, I think the guy who was refing the Jose Aldo fight then quickly sat down and was, was one of the judges for the Max Holloway fight and just was emotionally and mentally vapid and unavailable for five rounds or however long that fight went and picked the wrong guy. And and then Masvidal. Masvidal I picked Masvidal because I'm into the hype. I like him. He says a lot of stuff that's cool. You know, I'm into that. I don't like his choice in presidents. But outside of that, I like Masvidal. And I'm like, hell yeah, come on in. And what he gets... I, look. Kamaru Uzman, he owes us 65 bucks. I know he won, and I know technically he fought a smart fight. Because he stuck to what he does best, which is tussle, and stomp on feet, and smother people because he's a collegiate wrestling champion. I get that. But coming from a guy who sat on a couch with Domino's Pizza, who paid $65 for a pay-per-view, I say he owes me $65. That's gonna be my stance. I know a lot of people won't agree, but I think either him or the government should get involved. Like the next time the United States government hands out stipend checks, it should be $1,265. For the people that ordered the pay-per-view. And with a little note from Kamaru Usman going, Hey man, sorry, I fought the fight the way I was supposed to and I won, which is great. Sorry you had to pay for it. Sorry I I wrestled a guy and stomped his feet. You stomped his feet. $65. You stomped his feet. Sixty-five dollars. You 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 fought him like he was your younger brother, which is good. You won strategy. But sixty-five dollars, and I was just there, shame eating myself after each slice. My girlfriend was there for the first part of the fight. We had a pizza. We had the cheesy bread, and then after like the Max Holloway fight or the fight before that, after oh after she watched Jose Aldo almost murdered, she's like I I, I can't watch this anymore. And she's like, are you done eating? And I'm like, yeah, I'm full. And then she left, but she left all the pizza out there for me almost as a, as a, as like, you know those challenges they do on TikTok where they leave a kid with like a bowl of Skittles and they're like, don't eat the Skittles. And then they leave and the kid like drowns himself with Skittles. She eventually, she pretty much did that challenge with me. And I was doing well on the challenge because I kind of knew what she was doing. I'm like, I bet you she thinks I'm gonna eat all this. But I'm like, no, I'm into these fights. And then with each fight, that ended in a way that I didn't pick. I just sad-ate like it was a regular Saturday. That's what I would have done on a regular Saturday. It's during COVID lockdown times. This is when I sad eat. That's why I got the UFC event to offset all of that. But no matter what, Kamaru Usman decides to hug and stomp toes. And he owes me 65 bucks, and a lot of cardio. Because I ate a lot of cheesy bread. A lot of cheesy bread, a lot of pizza. Did you know Domino's sells brownies? Had some of them, too. Every time. And the next pay-per-view is the trilogy with Stipe Miocic and Cormier, however you say his name. I know I'm going to buy that, too. I know I'm going to buy that. Oh, I'm going to be disappointed. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry for everyone that wants that pay-per-view event to be amazing. It's not going to be because I'm going to buy it because i got nothing else to do. If enough people come together and go, for God's sakes, I need some joy in my life. This lockdown has me sobbing in front of my wife. Please do not order the pay-per-view. If I get enough of those emails, maybe I won't. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna. And I'm gonna be disappointed. I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick the chubby wrestler. That's who I'm gonna pick. And he's gonna lose. He's gonna lose because the other guy's mean and Russian but isn't even from Russia. He, like, grew up in the States. Grew up chucking cows on a farm in Nebraska. Is that his backstory? Why oh, doesn't anything go my way? I just, I, I just want one thing. I, I, every pay-per-view I can't watch or don't watch, fight of the year. Every pay-per-view I hand my money over to, they're like, oh, everyone's going to take a night off. Big congratulations to uh Vidal, though. Apparently he lost 20 pounds in six days to make weight for this fight. He had to weigh 170 pounds on sa- on Friday, the day before, for the weigh-ins. And apparently six days before then, he weighed 190 pounds. Dude, we look at the rest of us. The rest of us have been trying to lose 20 pounds for the last what, five years. And we've gained weight. And he had to lose 20 pounds in six days just to get his toes stomped. That guy deserved his paycheck. There's no time limit on you and me losing weight, and we're not getting it done. Oh boy, the rest of us have no chance. Uh, thankfully, there's a lot more, you know, there's a lot of other entertainment out there, which is good. I've been watching Netflix like a crazy man. What else happened? We'll get to the, we'll close it out with Netflix. Uh, the Redskins changed their name. Uh, they don't have a new name, but they're not going to be called that anymore. That's going to be a derogatory term. It already is. But now, like, <laughs> I, I think after they've come up with a new name, or maybe it already started and it's already offensive, we're not going to be allowed to call the Washington football team whatever they were called before. We're, we're going to have to like refer to them as uh, the artist formerly known known as Prince, like some kind of title like that. It's just going to be a symbol. Well, the symbol's going to be offensive, too. By the way, I'm for the name change. I'm just thinking about how many years we talked about the football team by name, and then now... Just call them the Snyders. That's what they should be called. They, they should just be called the Snyders. That's, that's who they are. That owner has been driving that team into the ground for 20 years. Didn't he buy the team in 99, and that team has been a dumpster fire for 20 years? Didn't that? 21 years? Isn't that how long it's been? I can't believe it took that long. We're in 2020. I mean, just saying that year makes it sound like we're watching the Terminator in 1992. Terminator 2, and they're like, in 1997, there will be a great war. And in 2020, the machines will completely take over. Like, that seems so far away that it seems plausible that there will be a robot genocide of the human race. But here we are in 2020, and this is the year we got the Redskins to change their name, and we got NASCAR to uh, ban the Confederate flag. When you put it in that context every time I see a video of someone losing their mind at a Costco because they're not wearing a mask it all makes sense like when you see those videos you go what is the matter with people just yelling at a stranger about something so trivial and arguing something just put a mask on it's not you know we're not taking your dog and stealing your gun just put a mask on it seems outrageous but then when you step back and you go well in context the Redskins just changed their name this year and NASCAR banned the Confederate flag this year. This all makes sense. This is this all makes sense. And for all the people like I watched the I watched the video. The the guy his name is Costco Ken. Poor guy got fired. Uh I don't agree with him. I don't agree with Costco Ken. But I just I feel bad anytime someone gets fired. I'm like, "Oh. Cuz you imagine the hell he's getting at home. His wife was with him. His wife was trying to tell him to calm down. Calm down, Ken. Ah, ah, ah. He was already stressed from home, all right? He's already been arguing with his wife and his family because there's a lockdown going on." And they're like, Well, we need more supplies. We're going to Costco. All right, I'll go to Costco. Let's we'll be fun. All right. We'll get a pizza and the hot dog that they sell out front. You know, we'll get a soda. It'll cost me two fifty. It'll feel like the olden times. It'll be great. And then his wife is like, Bring your mask. And then he was gonna bring it, but he got in the truck and forgot. He's like, I'm not going back. I'm just not wearing a mask. This is Fort Myers, Florida. Florida is essentially the eighteen hundreds. It's fine. And then that happens. Someone calls him out. Say, hey, where's your mask? And he just loses it. He loses it. And he gets fired. He loses it. His wife's trying to get him to calm down. And he's just like, ah! I'll eat your face. I don't know what he said. What did he say? He's like, you're threatening me. And then he's, whatever. He's just... I could tell. I've never been that angry. Actually, I have. It's just never been caught on tape. I've... (laughs) I can tell because I've been that angry, he wasn't that angry at that situation. That anger was from hours ago. That anger, the kids left the bikes in the driveway, he almost ran them over, so he had to go around, and he pulled over into the lawn a little bit to miss the kid's bike, and then he popped a sprinkler head, so now he has another thing he has to repair. That anger was from hours before. He lost the password to the Wi-Fi. Now he has to be on the phone with the cable company to reset the password because he forgot how to redo it from the before because he didn't know what email he signed up with. That anger that he let out at Costco was from many hours before. I feel bad he got fired. But it's a good lesson for the rest of us. Let's learn from this man's mistake. Do not bring social media energy to real life. That rant, that's for Facebook. That's for a Facebook post with all caps to be followed by a bunch of comments with memes. That's what that rant was for. That's not, we have two lives. We have two lives that we live now in this new brave world that we live in. We have our social media life and that's where uh, we are not diplomatic. We don't, see the other person's point of view it's my way is great your way is hell and here are a bunch of memes that prove my point and I'll kill you and your family that's for what you say on the internet and then there's real life in real life when someone does something that annoys you you look at them and you go Phew. and you roll your eyes that's what you do and that's all you do and maybe you mutter something To to the person you're with. Like, can you believe this? (laughs) Yeah, I hope you didn't drive drunk into a ditch. That's what that's for. But then when you go into real life with social media energy, you're going to get fired. You can't bring social media energy into real life situations unless you're ready to brush up that resume and look for some new work. It's not good. It's not good. Gotta save that for your phone, man. It's a different world out there. Put on your mask, and if someone asks you to put on your mask, just... I lost it. The kids flushed it down the toilet. Just pull your shirt up. You can do this. I'm sorry. It fell out of the car. Anything. But do not bring social media energy to real life. Unless you want to be a delivery driver for Amazon Prime, because I believe that's the only job hiring right now. If that's what you want to do, go lose your mind at a Costco. But if it's not, don't. Um, oh, this is what I'll close it on. We have. Uh, <laughs> I got in. Last week, I told you guys about a show not to watch, or a movie not to watch. I told you not to watch the movie Love. On Netflix and then I immediately realized there's like 20 things on Netflix called love for the record I was talking about the movie that came out in 2015 from director Noe Gaspar that's the one I'm talking about but this week I'm giving you a recommendation this is what you should watch on Netflix Unsolved Mysteries is back and it's it's amazing alright they got six episodes each episodes better than the other and for the re- before I even start this review, there's spoilers in this review, okay? So if you haven't watched Unsolved Mysteries, there's spoilers coming at you. And they're not even real spoilers because these mysteries are unsolved. I'm just going to tell you what they haven't solved. There's no end to it, even if you watch the episode. Right when it gets to most, like, what's going to happen next moment, there's just a phone number on the screen going, if you have any tips, give us a call because we're stymied over here. We don't know what's going on we reached out to netflix to see what's going on that's also the state of affairs we're in we this lockdown has has ended a lot of things one of them being murder so now we're having like they're having to show murders that don't even have an end to them yet they're showing you unfinished movies because they got nothing to work with over there so there's some spoilers in this but there aren't really and, uh, unsolved mysteries is on by the way it's the only show where i don't skip the intro and it upsets my girlfriend very much. I can't even, but the piano, the haunting. I almost did. Whatever it is, I can't do it. But I never skip it. She's like, will you skip the intro? I go, absolutely not. Absol- we got to get into the mood. All right? The piano, then the smoke, the montage. Now we're into it. What happened? Whose husband kills whose wife? What? He was sleeping with the other neighbor? Do you tell? Great show. You get into it, there's six episodes. The first episode, someone got shoved off a roof or he jumped. Nobody knows. And it's Baltimore, so suicide and murder just as likely. Nobody knows. If it was Seattle, you're like, he killed himself. If it was Florida, you'd be like, murder all the way. But it's Baltimore, it's a crapshoot. There's rich people involved. He was also, he wanted to be a screenwriter in L.A., but that didn't work, so he ended up writing for a a financial newsletter in Baltimore. I'd jump off that roof. I wanted to be a stand-up comedian, but this lockdown happened. If I had to end up writing copyright for financial news, yeah, I'd be like, is my office at least somewhere high in case there's a day I can't take it? Can you? Please, help. That's a good episode. It's a great starting point. Episode two. What was episode two? Uh, it's either. Oh, this is the episode two. There's a hairdresser that gets murdered, and they don't know who did it. It's either the ex. It's either the ex husband, or uh, two different serial killers. If there's ever a murder, they're never gonna solve. This one. It's either the soon-to-be ex-husband or two separate serial killers. This woman was going to die no matter what she did. This poor woman. Uh, the ex-husband, just as creepy as the two serial killers. Just as creepy. As soon as the murder happened, he locks the kid, uh, her son, out of the house. You're not coming in. And then he revealed that on her uh, the day of the funeral, because they found her bones in the woods somewhere, I told you there'd be spoilers, They find her bones in the woods, and then he asks the funeral director, like, hey, can you kind of put the bones together, you know, to recreate her? He's acting like it's a Saturday afternoon game night, and they wanted to play puzzle. So they put the bones together, and he's like, yeah, I had a few minutes alone with the bones, and I, I held the skull and walked around the room with it. It's like, are you begging to be charged with murder? His lawyer was screaming at his iPad while he was watching it. Like, what is the matter with... I don't know who killed this woman, but the three suspects should just go to prison for being creeps. Two of them are already in there for being serial killers, but that dude needs to be in there in the express lane to get into prison just for walking around with a skull and admitting it on Netflix. Like, you don't even want to get back out into the dating scene? You don't think that's gonna come up if you're on Tinder? Like, hey, I was on Netflix. Oh, really, what episode? Oh, you walked around with the skull of your dead ex? Wow, all right, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do this date over Zoom. And uh, what was the next? Third episode, I skipped it because it was French, subtitles. I'm not trying to read, I'm trying to watch something, all right? I ended up going back to episode three. I skipped episode three and then once we finished all six, I was so sad. ...that the series was over that I was like, I'm willing to read now. So we went back to episode 3. Episode 3 was a French dude who killed his whole family and skipped town. Apparently France is the only place you can get away with murder now. Uh, other than this last dude who killed his wife. But apparently, like France is so non-violent that you can murder your whole family. And by the time the cops are even suspicious, you've already escaped to Transylvania... By the time the cops even knock at the door so many days after, you're already, like, at a goth party doing Molly in Transylvania, and you're like, what? You're just figuring that out? Yeah, I've started a new life. I am I live in a castle now, you know, completely different country. Come on, France. All your lovey-dovey stuff. Get better on solving murders. Um, what was it? Episode four. Episode four was a hate crime. Episode four was a a black kid who got killed at a party. I'll be honest, there's six episodes in this new season of uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Three of them are essentially public service announcements telling the rest of us to stay away from the South. All right? Two of them I've already told you about. Or three of them. Two of them I've already told you about, and the last one is episode six. But, yeah, stay away from the South. That is what episode four is. Always. Just stay away. Just, no. No. We're getting no until these episodes stop. Okay? Okay. Episode 5, best episode in the whole series, UFOs. Uh, They talked about abductions that happened in the 60s. UFOs came down and they picked up all sorts of different people and they all tell their stories. Everyone in the town thought they were insane. And the crazy part of it is, the story about the UFOs, I could tell, like, if I watched this 25 years ago, if this was 1995, and I was watching this episode of Unsolved Mysteries about UFOs and abductions, I'd be terrified. I wouldn't be able to sleep. My mom would be mad at me for watching it because she knows I won't be able to sleep. And now, here we are 25 years later, and the world is so crazy that the idea that there are UFOs out there just gives me hope. It w- That episode wasn't scary at all. That just gave me hope that a higher being can come down and maybe solve some of this stuff. That is the most uplifting episode of the entire series. The rest of it's murder and sad and murder and sad. And then UFOs were like, it was like the unsolved mysteries version of there might be a god, you guys. Everything's going to be okay. I don't know if it's a god, but there's something out there. And it's positive. At least not negative and then there was one more episode after this and i'm like how do you top ufos and unsolved mysteries is like oh we got you we got a story about a cheating murderous mother a mom who apparently not only cheated on one of her many husbands with that dude's brother but then when that marriage ended he killed her and then threatened to kill one of his daughters If she ever told the cops and then ended up killing one of her daughters because she thought she was going to spill the beans. That's how you end a season. By the way, that woman's walking around scot-free. That woman's out there. Married to somebody. Do you think think they have Netflix? Or do you think that's a Hulu household? I'm going to assume Amazon Prime at the very least. Go watch Unsolved Mysteries. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait for more episodes. There's apparently six more coming. And uh, I'm beyond excited for them. Anyway, I think that's the show for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. had a good time. And uh, don't forget to leave a five-star review on iTunes and all that stuff. And before I leave, uh, I want to plug the uh, people that are a member to my YouTube page. If you want to support... Uh, myself as a content creator. You can become a member on my YouTube page. There's three tiers you can sign up for buck ninety nine, four ninety nine, and nine ninety nine. The people at the cat person level are these people right here. Uh uh Ema, Katherine Maya, Tat P, Alan Nugent, Jonathan Kinsey. I hope Booker gets better, Costa 805, Five, Sabory Augusto, Laura Hornstra, Ilea Jungworth, Danny Cox, Diane Norton, Laura Rolfson, Judy Dean, Annette. Uh, Supreme Coalition, Susie Wilson, Jamie Bassett, Amari Garrison Quay, Amanda Scharfenberg, Jing Yom, Sarazanto, Marilyn Rx, Elena1960 at Live, Ellen Chestnut, Planet Molly, Joanna W., Renea Spalding, RC Woodshop, Craig Rappaport. Thank you for the support, and until then, I'll uh, I'll see you guys next week. And for you people listening on audio, thank you. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Two stops for two different people. However you watch or listen, thank you.